You want to go ahead and talk? <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. What's up, dudes, and welcome to the Word Bros Podcast. We, Word Bros! Right, we are the Word Bros. We write comics. We do a podcast about comics. We talk on the phone about comics to write all the time. That's what we do. We are the Word Bros. I am Bob France. And I'm Kevin Cuff. Yeah, buddy. We got a really great show. Today we have on Michael May, the author, the writer, the co-creator of the once webcomic, now super fantastic collected edition from Dark Horse called Kill All Monsters. It's about- Kill All Monsters. It's about giant monsters and giant robots fighting in a post-apocalyptic world. Which sounds amazing. I mean, if you could just write a, they should just write to Bob on this. <laughs> <laughs> Bob. Kill All Monsters. For you. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it started out as a webcomic, and I was I'm I was never really big on the webcomics, but this thing, I mean, they're living the webcomic success story, and Mike's going to tell us all about it. So that's really exciting. Um, we it's, just, it's it's a time thing, I think, for you, man. Yeah, for and it's just there's just so, I, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to say it, but there's there's so many there's a lot of webcomics, and some of them you get like ten updates, and that's it. You know, you get twelve updates and that's it. Like, oh, really? Have you tried to do the webcomic? I've tried webcomics. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple ones that I really like. I mean, I like Mike. Uh, I like uh, Adamant from my good man Mike Exner the third. I liked Ninja Sore for a while. Jason Horner was doing one called Ninja Sore. Okay. Uh, ben McCormick, the guy who hosts uh, Door Trek with me, okay. was doing a, a webcomic for quite a while, and I liked his. Uh, his was called Reality Amok. I thought that one was pretty good, but a lot of them just kind of peter out after a while. Hoyt Silva's doing one now that I kind of like. Hoyt, Hoyt it does webcomics. I just the, for me the thing with webcomics is I wait till they're collected or something because I like to do it on my time and like webcomics like they come out every week, so it's like so you don't want anybody bossing one. you around, huh? Well, yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna tell me what to do with my time, Mister Webcomic. <laughs> You might be a content creator, but I'm an average citizen, and I just say no. No, I just uh, I just wait for you to collect it into something printed so I can look at it when I feel like it. Well, uh, this this is the perfect time then, my friend, because yeah. Kill All Monsters has been collected by it Dark is. Horse Comics. This ain't, they ain't running some Kickstarter for this thing. This is big league stuff. It, it, well, that's incredible then. Let's, yes. let's get to it. Let's get to, to oh, it. Oh, we don't have to get to it yet. We can chit chat for a second. No, we got time, baby. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then we just got back from Huntington, West Virginia. We're going to talk about Tricon, uh, re up on that one a little bit. It was a, it was a lovely time at always. We got to kick it with Drew and Eric Donovan and Ian, and Ian McGinty and Ian McGinty. And Snap. It was lovely. Like, it was just a, it was a great time. And uh, got to meet Paul Allure. He was yes, very nice. Very nice guy. Uh, Brian Level was there. Uh, Rico Renzi was there. It was a wonderful show. Wonderful show. Got to see a lot of cool people and see people that we've, we've 
seen not so long ago at Lexington Toy and Comic Con, like uh, Phil Broyles from RSRG. Yes, yes. We're, we're going to do a crossover episode with that dude. Uh, and I will say this, uh, James Maddox and his wife, Mary, I believe her name Mary is. Mary Maddox, yes. Um, James makes a killer hamburger. <laughs> James <laughs> is a great dude. So yes. it's for you guys that don't know James out there, um, and you want to go to a cool Comic Con, and have a great day out of of your your town, then go to another town where you feel welcome. Go to Hunting, West Virginia. It's really nice. Go to Tricon, get a table. You will have a great time. Uh, those people love comics. So they do. Money. Um, so I felt like people were just giving me five dollars to be quiet. <laughs> like, shut up, city slicker. Like, we don't need your fancy tongue. <laughs> Like just shut your shut your pie hole and take my five bucks. I would disagree because when we went to Lexington, J- Justin Stewart, who does Lexington, oh, he's a great dude, man. Talk he's about awesome. a nice guy. Oh my that goodness, probably one of the nicest humans on the planet, dude. Yeah. Like I've only emailed him twice and met him like two other times, and he is always like, "Hey, what's up, Bob? How you?" He's always yeah. like, "Hey, man, it's so yeah. good to see you." And I'm he's, like, "It's good to see you too." He's just the nicest dude in the whole wide world. We have you to have your him. friend Andy there. Andy. Yeah, Andy's cool, and then. Andy, uh, Andrew, no, Andy, Andy Ein, 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 Eisenbach. Eisenbach. I'm just stuck with last names. Andy Eisenbach, who, who writes comics. I yes. don't know what his Strange Crime. Is. He does a book called Strange Crime, and he does another book called uh, Angels Wear My Red Shoes, which is super violent. And I feel bad because he always wants to table with me, but like I'm selling books about cute yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah, talking monkeys. Yeah, and he's doing books about like murder and stuff. So it's like they, the two shall never meet. The twain, the, those twain shall never cross. Yeah, yes. But he's a good dude. We talk, uh, It was just a really great time. It was a really wonderful show. I didn't get to talk to him about his book. I, we started to talk to him about, about comics and stuff, and then it, the, the conversation drifted elsewhere. Yeah. But he's a nice guy. And then there was a your chakras. Asia review. Yeah, that's, that's Andrew Horton. He's also a very there. fantastic man. And he was a very nice gentleman yeah. as well. Yeah. There was a, many very nice people we saw, and then many we saw again. So that was great, and we yeah. always like doing that. That's yeah. all. And ones. Kevin will be at Heroes. It's right around the corner. I'll be doing a show that weekend too. I forgot what it's called, but I'll tell you later on in the podcast. And uh, yeah, man, we got a lot of stuff going on. This is, this is a really great. This is a really great interview. I'm really excited about. It. So let's get to it. Let's get to it, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for your listening pleasure. Michael May, Michael May. from Kill All Monsters. There he is. Is that Michael? There he is. Give it. You gotta give it a second. Hang on about that that's good there it goes yay <laughs> awesome what's up michael how are you buddy good how are you doing good i'm bob that's kevin hi hi we're excited to get talking to you before i guess before i guess we could just start uh we're talking to michael may the writer of the fantastic looking comic book called kill all monsters and i guess you also do a star trek slash Star Wars podcast? Yeah, yeah, I got like six or seven podcasts. That's that awesome. Do. Now, because I also do a Star Trek podcast. Um, I've been doing a Star Trek podcast now for like six years. Oh, nice. Uh, called Dork Trek. We watch and review episodes. We did all of TNG. We're three episodes. We're three seasons into DS9. We're going to do all the episodes. What do you guys talk about on your Star Trek podcast? <laughs> it's mostly just BS about the latest news, like whatever. You know, if there's the new when the We've been doing it for like, a, I don't know, a year and a half now. Okay. And uh, so like we started before Force Awakens came out and um, 
so we kind of like following all the news and, and Star Trek Beyond. Um, and, you know, so of course we do episodes when the movies come out. And uh, my co-host Dan just had a baby. So uh, we've <laughs> gotten way more sporadic at our output lately. Well, if you ever need a co-host, I'm, I'm more than willing to help. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun, man. Yeah, we're always looking for guests. So uh, <laughs> now, yeah, that'd be really cool. Now, let me ask uh, you a question. Uh, what do you like more, Star Wars or Star Trek? If you had oh, to pick one, if you had to pick one. If question. I had to pick one, I'd, I'd, I would go Wars. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just... Um, Cause that was my, that, that was like my entry level, my, my entry into like just complete nerddom and geekdom. Okay. Like I was 10 in 1977. I'm an old dude. Okay. Um, and so like, you know, we had a re- reruns of the original Star Trek series on TV and they were good. I, I liked them. I, I really enjoyed them, but I wasn't like a faithful viewer or anything. Okay. But when Star Wars came out, that was just, that pushed all my buttons. Okay, that was the deal then. And the last question about Star Trek, Star Wars, I promise it. Then we'll talk about Kill All Monsters. No it's worries. Just, it's just so interesting because like I was looking at your Tumblr page and I was like, oh, he does a, a podcast about Star Trek and Star Wars. I do a Star Trek podcast. This <laughs> yeah, is a I'm going to have to listen. Man. That's, that's yeah, exciting. It's, it's, it's really dirty. Like it's the dirtiest <laughs> thing you've ever heard before in your whole life. Like it's like, it's like Red Fox talking about Star Trek. It's preposterous. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but um, but what I was gonna ask you, oh man, you're, oh, what do you think of the new Star Trek TV show? How do you feel about that? Do you have good feelings, bad feelings? What oh, do you think about Discovery? Yeah, um, I'm a little nervous about it, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm still like you know it, it's got a good pedigree behind it, and even though Fuller's not involved anymore, I kind of you know what I'm hoping is he set all the right pieces in the place, he mm-hmm. hired the right people, and that it can just keep going. Um, you know the trailer looks. It, it, it looks good. It, it look this the, the production of it looks good. Um, I'm just I don't know. I, I'm I'm just gonna kind of hold off and, and uh, see what happens. You sound um, like me. It's awesome. You sound yeah. like you sound like me and most like hopeful Star Trek fans. Like I just wanted to yeah. be good. That's all. That's all. <laughs> right. That's awesome. The, those Klingons make me a little nervous, but we'll see. Yes, we'll they see. do. <laughs> right? They that's not a Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> Golly, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so we're we're here with uh, Michael May. He is the uh, writer. Oh, hang on, I don't want to do that. He is the writer and wonderful dude behind the the book Kill All Monsters, which is coming out from Dark Horse Comics. Right. Okay. Now, for those of you who may not know what Kill All Monsters is, maybe some of our listeners don't know what Kill All Monsters is. Uh, tell the Word Bros audience what exactly Kill All Monsters exclamation point exactly is. <laughs> yeah, man. It well, it's giant monsters fighting giant robots. That's the the, the sweet pitch. Um, <laughs> I'm in. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? I mean, you had me at giant monsters. <laughs> it's been done, you know, before. Obviously, like Pacific Rim, <clears throat> which was it's that was kind of a funny story because like we launched it as a web comic back in 2010 so um you know when pacific rim came out about the same time no exactly the same time <laughs> as uh, as our collection print collection did um which we just decided to embrace it right because it's just you know easy marketing right if you like that then then try this but we were you know a little bit concerned that people would think we ripped them off but we didn't. If anything, it was the other way around. So, all right. Oh, whoa! Um, shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> shots fired here on the Word Bros. <laughs> That's right, Guillermo. Oh, he's calling you out, Idris Elba. <laughs> oh no! 
Um, I'm all in. I'm all in. They got John Boyega's in the next one. I'm I'm super excited. Yeah, John Boyega's cool. Um, I just I, it's it's not going to be the same without Idris Elba. No, like he's no. a beautiful, handsome, lovely man, and I just yeah. I love him. Like I'll watch anything he's in. That guy's the best. I I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I was sad that he didn't get Bond. I was I was very sad. Yeah. We, we actually we actually commiserated about that, Bob. Uh-huh. Yes, we did. We were very sad about no black James Bond, Idris Elba. He's so he. I mean, he's even great on The Office. He was on yeah. The Office for like five episodes, and he's amazing. <laughs> Charles Minor. So, anywho. Kevin, you got anything you like to ask Mike? Yes, sure. Can we call you Mike? Is it Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, okay, that's I just fine. don't because some guys, yeah, I don't want to offend. So we got no. Nope. <laughs> um, so it, it said it's in a post-apocalyptic setting. So explain right. what happened. Like, how how did the world get like that and kill all monsters? So we kind of set our 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 divergent event <laughs> um, <laughs> from from actual history uh, happened. Um, in the 1950s, about the same time that, that Godzilla came out. Like, we never mentioned Godzilla, of course, but, like, in my mind, like, that, you know, the giant That's monsters awesome. in our universe showed up about the same time that Godzilla would have shown okay. up. And, uh, but the idea is that they just kept coming and coming and, and pretty much wiped out civilization. Yeah. So by the time you get to 2015, 16, whatever, uh, we're kind of nebulous about exactly what the year is when our story starts. Um, humanity has pretty much been driven underground, um, but there's a, a small faction of people who have started to build these giant robot Jeez. suits to try to take the planet back. I, I fucking love everything about this. Like, <laughs> like, I'm buying it. This, yes, I'm going to pre-order mine immediately. This awesome. sounds like something that you've taken directly out of my brain. I'll <laughs> do cool. a page. That's amazing. So, uh, so, so the humanity is underground, and they just build giant robots to fight monsters. I mean, like there has to be more than that. Uh, part of me saying, but I don't want there to be. Like, I'm sure there's character <laughs> development and stuff like that, maybe a love interest and stuff. But like, I'm completely good with just that. Just, just giant monsters fighting and robots, giant robots. You're good with that. Yeah, so, like it's perfect. Yeah, like the story opens. So there's there's three. The, the, we call it the kill team, right? And so there's three um, uh, three giant robots with human pilots, um, and it's old school, right? It's not like my, my big beef about Pacific Rim is the whole like I don't know mumbo jumbo uh, joining together, all that. Yeah, I, I yeah, and all the all the like Star Trek techno crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just got people, you know, pilots in chairs pushing buttons, and you know, that's how <laughs> they got do this. Levers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. right. Um, and so we were talking Star Wars before, and actually, kind of the, my dark secret about Killer Monsters is Star Wars was like a main inspiration for that. Um, just in the sense that, like, what I always loved about the original series, uh, the original trilogy was it was Luke, Leia, and Han. And it was like these, these three different people and just their banter and their interactions. And, and I wanted to have kind of like that feel between okay. my main characters. Um, and that's pretty much as far as the inspiration from Star Wars goes. But, uh, but I just I wanted to kind of have that kind of a feel to the, the, the main characters. And so hopefully, you know, there's some humor in it. Um, you know, they, uh, on the one hand, they, they take their job very seriously. But on the other hand, you know, they, they enjoy each other. They love each other. Um, but the story starts with, they're based in Africa, in, uh, in Kenya. Um, 
And uh, the, the story starts with them kind of getting outside of that continent for the first time in Paris. And so the okay. first, it just kind of opens up, slams you right into the middle of this big fight that they're having with like, I forget how many, like seven or eight monsters in Paris and just like tearing up the landscape and stuff. Now, so. now how much input did you have on the creation and look of the monsters or did you just tell Jason Copeland because he's the other half of your team. It's you and Jason right. Copeland. Um, who's the letterer on the book? So it was Ed Brisson um, oh, wow. initially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <All star Right. laughs> I know, that's, that's heavy do right there, baby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Um, and, uh, you know, he's a very busy man these yes. days. So uh, he wasn't able to, uh, to letter the completion of the story as we collected it in this big omnibus that's coming out in July. Um, but, uh, um, oh, man. Don't put me on the spot with that. We right. had we had a couple of different letters, um, letterers. Um, Ryan Ferrier was okay. one, um, and Micah. Micah oh, Myers. Mike yes, Myers. thank you. Thank we you. know Micah. That's very funny. We know. Micah. Good. Yeah, he's I feel bad. Dude. I mean, he's a great. That's all right. Dude. We got him. We got all him. Right. We got him in <laughs> Micah Myers. We got him in. So awesome. so, but the the original question was, um, how much description of the monsters is from you, or how much did you just say, okay, Jason, go for it? Yeah, I would kind of say I, I would outline very broad strokes like you know this one's going to be like a rock monster this one's going to be like a kind of floating cloud monster you know just kind of give it just really general descriptions like that just so i could kind of like have envision like, like what their powers are and how okay. they're going to interact in the fight um but then as far as actually coming up with the look that's all jason so the monsters all have powers like mega man and stuff like dr snake and yeah like snake you know and like jazz <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like when once one fight they're fighting this big blob monster right okay. so i gotta know like how the blob monster is gonna attack differently from like a big kind of hairy horned monster okay you know? so i just have to keep that all straight in my head as i'm choreographing that's, the fights it's awesome nice <laughs> so who's your colorist on that uh, so well it's all grayscaled so and jason does oh. his own grayscaling um yeah so it's it's a black and white book okay so, so you've run the gauntlet from you said 2010 webcomic yep i see on amazon there's some collected versions this thing was picked up by dark horse for dark horse presents and now you have a 365 page <laughs> uh a hardcover dark horse graphic i mean you are the webcomic success story like how did yeah you it was it was really awesome i mean we always like we got it out as a webcomic because we wanted people to see it but we always wanted it to end up in print um and we the kind of the interim publisher so we we initially had it published by a company called alterna Okay, um, we, we just had Peter Sabetti on the show. That's funny. Oh, okay, yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. it's a great company. Um, their, uh, their business model is, is pretty unique, but it works for what they do. So it was, like, it was great for us. Who, like Jason and I had never like, tried to put anything in previews before or tried to navigate that whole system of like, getting something to the direct market. So um, what Alterna does is they basically they, – you up you pay for the production costs of the book mm-hmm. um and then they take a cut of the profits to kind of help you navigate um you know and, and they do some marketing and all that kind of stuff so it's a great deal i highly recommend working with them for anyone um and, and it is a submissions process they don't just kind of take anybody they they look at the stuff and they publish what they like um but uh so we had to do a kickstarter though to get that first book 
printed. Okay. Um, and that was a really cool story because um, we we met our Kickstarter goal within 24 hours. Holy smokes! Wow. Yeah. yeah. You want to you want to drop what it was like? How balling you were? Like what was? I the forget the number. I mean, this is come this on, is man. I can look on the internet, humble. baby. Like, I can, <laughs> yeah, come on, I can I look on the internet. Look <laughs> I can look. I can Google it right now. Go ahead, Bobby. Go ahead, Bobby. Right. Get, get. It was. I mean, it was pretty. Like one of the. We, we talked to a bunch of people who had done successful Kickstarters before. And one of the things that we, we learned was like one of the tactics was make your goal, like the rock bottom of, of whatever it is you can afford to do. Right. So we, I, I forget what we just asked for, but it was piddly. It was like maybe a couple of thousand dollars. Okay. I'm seeing, seeing here, it? your goal was 2,500 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you raised eleven thousand nine hundred and ten dollars with three hundred and seventy nine backers. Wow, so, sir! I want you to take a bow <laughs> and, and, we wave, and wave happy. to the crowd after that. <laughs> we were super happy. I mean, everybody was really good to us. I'd be so doing we, car wheels. That's yeah. <laughs> and it was all like like Jason. I had never done anything like that before, so it was really just word of mouth on Facebook and Twitter. Like that's. That's the extent of our well, I mean, knowledge. And the thing, but I, I mean, like I said, I think a book, and Kevin would agree with me, a book like this just kind of markets itself. Like yeah. you have giant robots fighting giant monsters. I mean, what's not to love about that? Right. Like it's another advantage. Or twelve year old. So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really is. Like it speaks to like the inner like saturday night monster fest fan who's just gonna sit down and watch you know the guys in the rubber suits fight each other i mean this is yeah. perfect on so many levels so i mean something like this i mean it's beautiful man that's awesome yeah yeah it, it was helpful too that it was all done right it wasn't like yeah. please you know pledge and and help us pay our bills for the next three years so we can try to put this out it was all done we're just asking for printing costs that's right? the beautiful that is what we've stressed on this show because part of the show is interviews part we talk like trying to break in and figure things out you know for people that are new to comics or have like right. questions and that's the one thing that kevin and i have always kind of said if you're going to do a kickstarter you have to do it efficiently and you just can't kickstart an idea you have to have right. most of your book done because right burn your audience that that thing is over for you that yep. avenue is closed so i mean you did this and now you have goodwill with 390 people right right so that's all awesome. yeah and a built-in audience for uh yeah you know for the next thing so that's killer that's great so yeah. what is the next, the next thing yeah <laughs> well so the what we published through alterna was it was really half of the story that we wanted to tell um, it ends in a cliffhanger. I mean, it's a, it's everybody says it's a good read. I think it's a good read. There's a lot of action in it, um, but it does end like on a big like, oh crap, what's going to happen next? Uh, so what's in this omnibus is is the the it's the original story plus the continuation and and conclusion of that story. Okay. Um, and then, like you said, that so when we kind of pitched it to Dark Horse, uh, one of the things they were super cool about was they said you know, it's kind of to introduce this to a new, uh, to our audience, let's do something in Dark Horse Presents, um, which I was like, oh man, that's Dude, a dream I mean, come true. Well, I mean, yeah, the pedigree, <laughs> the pedigree of that book is, I, I mean, know. it's killer. I mean, I've been reading that thing back since, you know, the Sin City days and, you know, I mean, Hellboy got his, you know, early stuff in there. and All the cool, like, Predator stories they used yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, oh man. So, yeah, just, you know, having 
my name on the cover of Dark Horse Presents with, you know, me and Jason's robots on it. It was just, uh, it was so cool. I wish, uh, I wish, because this is an audio pod. I wish this was a video podcast because you are literally grinning. Ear yeah. to grinning. <laughs> he's, he's, he's all smiles, folks. Yeah, all absolutely. Um, so anyway, but that story is going to be, it's collected in the omnibus as well. Um, and then there was another story that Jason really wanted to do. Um, he had done a pinup of or a poster of a, of a Japanese looking kind of a monster or not monster robot. Um, and he's like, let's work this into the universe. And so I said, Oh yeah, that's cool because we have, you know, it, it makes, it makes sense in the context of the world that, that, that this technology is being shared with other places than, than just kind of our core group. So, um, so yeah, we wrote a little short story about um, the, you know, what's going on in Japan during all of this. And uh, oh. we were going to do it as a kind of another kind of simple Kickstarter book. And, um, you know, even though we loved doing the Kickstarter, it was a lot of work and neither one of us really wanted to do <laughs> another one. Um, so we just kind of held on to it. And, uh, but the opportunity to do this omnibus came together and we said, Hey, you know, can we throw this in there too? And they said, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so it's this other kind of brand new story that, you know, kind of expands the world a little bit, uh, but ties into the, uh, the, uh, the, the main story in kind of an indirect way. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's and then there's some cool pinups in there. Um, uh, Johnny Christmas has a pinup in there. Um, Lotus Frampton, um, uh, I should have brought my book up. In front it's okay. Of it's okay. I'm not, it's not, you're not on, you're not on trial here, Frank. <laughs> I just, I'm going to leave somebody out. It's, you know what? It's fine. It's, and if they're now, is destroy all monsters, your first work in college? Kill. Kill. Oh, kill. Yeah. Kill. Is that, you know, so here's another dark secret. Um, I, I kind of discovered all the Godzilla, like Kaiju movies kind of in process as we were really kind of this thing. Yeah. Like my, my, uh, really the only giant monster thing that I was a super fan of going into this was King Kong. I mean, I okay. love King Kong. Um, <laughs> but my son has always been this huge, anything giant reptiles like dinosaurs and, uh, um, you know, Kaiju, all that stuff. He was into it. So he got me into all of it. So I didn't even realize how close kill all monsters was to destroy all monsters. Like there was a, a movie called destroy all monsters. There was, that's what, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and, and we get that all the time. And you know, if I had to go back and do it, I don't know, actually, maybe not. I was going to say, if we had to go back and do it again, I might choose a different name, but we went around and around about names for this thing for so long. And <laughs> Jason and I both kind of suck at titles. So uh, I wouldn't uh, change a thing because no. you raised 12 G's on Kickstarter. You started a <laughs> comic. Uh, you've been picked up by dark horse comics. I think you're fine. Like I oh, wouldn't. Yeah, it's, all yeah, good. You know? it's all good. I mean, it's I nice mean, and pulpy and I like the logo. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's very pulpy. Dude. I mean, like you are living the, the, the web comic dream. Like this is what all <laughs> web comics like, dude, we'll do this book and people, you know, and we'll build a fan base and people will dig it and we'll collect it as a Kickstarter. And then like, and I mean, 98% of those books don't make it out. And you, yeah. I mean, this is super impressive. You and Jason and all the letterers and everybody should be super, super happy about the way this thing turned out. This is amazing. Yeah. Thank you very much. We are. <laughs> it's great and uh let's see here it's coming to comic shops on july 19th right the order, the order code is march 
170061 if you'd like to pre-order. I'm going to pre-order mine. Like awesome. I had heard of the webcomic. I'm not, re- not going to lie to you. I'm not really super into webcomics. Like, yeah, yeah. Because so many of them just kind of, they start, they give mm-hmm. you like a month of updates and then you never see them again. Right, right. So like the fact that, I mean, how long did you actually run this as a webcomic for? It was, um, I want to say it was about a year. Wow. Uh, but it was really, I mean, Jason was just, uh, he is a workhorse. I mean, that guy is one of the hardest working guys in, in comics. Um, and uh, he's just now, you know, kind of starting to become known, which is awesome. because and he's doing Jason. Judge Dredd, right? Isn't he yeah. doing Judge Dredd now? Probably yeah, not. he is. Um, That's but, great. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was just faithfully like a page a week. Um, and, and so I think, you know, we have like 50 something pages up before we wow. decided to kind of just cut it off. And then we wanted to make sure that the, uh, the Kickstarter book had more than just the webcomic in it. Okay. Like we wanted to make sure it had that plus some extra stuff for people. So, um, yeah, we just cut it off at a certain point. Okay. Now, uh, for the audience out there, how far ahead were you on the webcomic? Cause this is another thing that I think web com- some webcomic people don't get, or like some people that are new to the idea, like how far ahead were you exactly? Well, the whole thing was, was written. Um, and, and so it was just, uh, I mean, I, I, we'd have to ask Jason, like, okay. but I don't, my memory of it is that he was, um, it was pretty much a page a week at a time. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think he had started off with a little buffer for himself, but yeah. he, he did not. Um, yeah. I, I think he probably ate into that fairly quickly. Cause I've heard dudes talking about like, they want two months of buffers. So eight strips or eight pages mm-hmm. before they launch, just in case life kind of gets them down. Because with, I mean, you know, with doing a podcast, like your audience wants, their content they're not paying for it but they want it delivered yeah. to them every week and if it's not there you hear it so yeah they expect it <laughs> yeah right. yeah so that's and awesome. you know you yeah. kind of make a contract with them that you know that uh i'm gonna give it to you so yeah they're kind of justifiably pissed if it's yeah. not there hey, no, 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 it's free man what do you want from me i mean, I, got, I, got I mean the lights don't stay on from uh doing podcasts and web comics buddy <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> so was that your first ever comics work was uh Kill all monsters? No, I did some uh, some horror anthology stuff back in the day. Um, I was um, uh, back when message boards were still a thing. I was a regular on Steve Niles' message board, ah. and uh, and so which is all just a bunch of really cool horror fans. And so we kind of a lot of creative people. So uh, we we kind of got together and just published just as fans of Steve's some horror anthologies. That's cool. Great. Has some stuff in there. Yeah. Now, how did you cross paths with Jason? How did that happen? I was, um, I've always kind of worn two hats in the whole comic book world. Like I've always been interested in creating my own comic books, but I've also been very interested in like studying other people's stuff. And I've written a lot of comic book reviews and uh, I used to write for a site called comic world news back in the day, which, um, did a lot of stuff with indie comics and, uh, um, Jason was an artist on uh, a book by a guy named A. David Lewis, um, who also was uh, one of our columnists. And so we just kind of, under the message board, we just kind of all started hanging out there. And Jason had um, kind of started another kind of a webcomic um, about, about, about robots. Um, and uh, so I just, I loved it. And uh, we just kind of got to talk in and, and I always 
kind of put the bug in his ears. Like, hey, man, if you ever want to work on anything, hey, you know, you know what do. your you know what your robot comics missing monsters. Yeah. <laughs> <Big> <laughs> well, what's so monsters. funny about this to me is is so it was actually his idea, right? The whole giant monsters versus giant robots thing. Like, um, Jason grew up with like Shogun Warriors. That was totally his bag. Those, those That's toys. a great. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so he had this idea that he wanted to do a giant monster and giant robot book. And I had been just kind of pestering him for so long to work on something. He just asked me if I wanted to write it for him. So, ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it uh, just kind of how it came together. And that's something that Kevin's talked about too on the podcast, which is finding common ground. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like let the artist kind of dictate what he wants to do. So then right. you keep him super interested because if you just treat an artist like an art monkey. Oh no, you can't. Yeah. You can't. It's a relationship, yeah. man. I mean, and that's the nice, you know, Jason and I were buddies for a long time before we ever started working together, but you know, I want that in, I've, I've, I'm working on a couple of other things that I can't really, talk too much of detail Word? about but <laughs> i mean nothing, nothing at all no secrets <laughs> no i mean it's still really early stages we won't and we tell anybody i swear <laughs> <laughs> um but any any kind of relationship that i have with an artist i want it to be like a partnership i want it to, you know it, I, I go to conventions and and I've, you know set in on some panels about you know how to break into comics and i hear the questions from young writers and it just makes me cringe because they're exactly what you're talking about. They, they're, they're just looking for an artist to help them realize their dream. And it's, it's not a collaboration. It's just, uh, um, I, I've got this thing and I can't draw. So I want to get somebody to, um, draw it for me. And I'm going to, you know, pay them money on the back end If, uh, if there is any, and <laughs> it's just, you know, it is not a sweet deal for like, if I was an artist, I wouldn't want to do that. Well, the, the problem with that, as, as we had talked before on the pod is, is that, um, if you think about it this way, it's, it's your dream. And then you're going to like kind of nitpick that guy who's drawing yeah. the thing because you have this certain thing in your head yeah. and it's never going to live up to that. Wherein, if you create it or let or or have enough vision to recreate it with that artist right. uh, and have enough uh, patience with you to let you recreate it, you're going to come out with a much stronger product. And absolutely, um, because and, or if you write something specifically for them, like for yeah, that, yeah, then I yeah, think absolutely. Because I mean, if it's if they're passionate about it, first of all, if they feel some ownership in it, which is important, um, but also just you know, because it's something fun for them and they, they want to do it, then it's going to be so much better than if you just, like you said, nitpicking them and micromanaging and no, do it this way. This is, you know, you're, you're birthing my baby here. Um, that's, <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I don't know how people offer backend deals to artists and sleep at night because I mean, you know, 50% <laughs> of nothing is nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, so exactly. yes, yeah, so, so this thing is is wonderful. You said you got some other things in the hopper that you're working on. That well, you're in the pitching phases. I mean, yeah, not even that far yet. We're okay. just kind of you know. The nice thing about having a book now is that people are talking to me. So yeah, um, that's great. You know that yeah, but that's that's kind of as far as it's gone. So far. that's okay, man. But at least you yeah. got people's ears. Just come up with some cool stuff. You know, right, right. Yeah. And I mean, if you wrote, I mean, now how though the book is three hundred and. 64 pages yeah something like that damn dude that's crazy wow. and yeah. like that's a lot of now is that's this like book 
it yeah. looks now it the, the look of it like just from looking at it in previews it looks like a, an old school like long strip book is it set like in a three panel strip kind of format or so it is because it was designed as a web comic right so jason wanted the pages to be kind of um, landscape format okay so that it would you could see the whole thing on your computer screen uh and so when it came time to print it we kind of went back and forth about like do we just like take two pages and stack them on top of each other to make like a regular comic page. And um, we decided to just be way cooler just to kind of keep it like widescreen. And, um, and so each, um, each page probably like I tried to make sure there were no more than like four or five panels. Like if it's a, okay. a big action scene that we probably more like three. Um, but if it's a lot of dialogue, maybe five, but no more than that. So, one of the nice things, you know, it's a big, thick book. Yeah, it's, it looks it's a, awesome. <laughs> it's a quick read. I mean, it's, it's an evening's read, right? It's, uh, I, mean, it, I think it flows really fast. Um, I, another thing, like, I hate, um, I might step on some toes here, but I, I, I don't like comics where they're really text heavy. Like, if I open a comic and it's all word balloons and text captions and, um, and then, you know, just kind of art in between those things. Okay. Like it turns me off right away. Interesting. Like, I, I would rather read a book that has no words in it. Um, and just let's the art completely carry it. Okay. Um, and <laughs> this, I couldn't do that with this book, but I try to make, you know, let the art carry the story as much as possible. Are so. you sure you're just not lazy and you don't want to? <laughs> in my head, it works out that way too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I wrote seven words, but I get half the money. Hey. <laughs> that's um, cool um so yeah so that's because it looks i imagine that uh, be i'm gonna go with like film here and say it's kind of like a letterbox format like right that kind of letterbox format for the for the genre of book i think would work rather well because you're gonna have like cityscapes and big ass monsters fighting so i think i would much rather see that long than tall if that makes sense yeah yeah that was kind of our thought too and um and you know i Yes, black and white is cheaper, but I think it also, I think it kind of lends to kind of that pulpiness. Hey, man, the original Godzilla film was in black and white. Right, I mean, right. the Japanese one and the one they just stuck Raymond Burr in are both black yeah. and white. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. That's, that, that's amazing. Yeah, and Plus, Jason's grayscales are really awesome in it, too. So it's not just like, you know, uncolored artwork. It's It actually is colored, but it's colored in grays. What did you say, Kev? So and, and that would look great on a coffee table as well. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Coffee table. A coffee table yeah. book to, yeah, to it, show it's off a... your inner twelve year old and make your wife angry because <laughs> you have giant robots fighting monsters on my coffee table. Yes, I do. Yes. I do. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> so since you got this thing coming out and it's con season, are you going to be making any appearances at shows? Where are you based out of? Two I'm more. in Minnesota. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we have a couple of local shows here. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't have any specific plans yet. Like it, um, I've been wanting to do Heroes Con for years. Okay, and, no, uh, I'll be there. Yeah, are you gonna? Are you? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it might be a good time to do that. I, probably what I'll end up doing is piggybacking off of of Jason. Like if he's gonna do shows, but um, just because of. Uh, <laughs> The uh, not to get political, but it's a lot harder for <laughs> artists to get here. For he lives in Canada, okay. Um, he's in Vancouver, so it's it's uh, not super easy for him to get to uh, U.S. shows right now. Really? Oh yeah, because yeah. stupid Donald Trump. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um, not, to, not to get political on WordPress, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stupid Donald Trump. There we go. Well, we're gonna get we're gonna get political on WordPress. Yeah. All right, good. God forbid. Uh, <laughs> Copeland's not a Muslim name, so he'll be all right. <laughs> so. Um. 
but I don't know, you know, uh, New York could be another possibility. That's cool. So, you know, by the time the, the, the book comes out, like a lot of the shows are going to be done for the year. So, yeah. but there's still a few kind of later in the summer that uh, I'm going to try to get to. I would say as a comics fan, Heroes is probably the most fun three days that you'll yeah. have as a comics fan. Because like the face that you have on now, you'll have on the whole time on the floor because you're like, this is so awesome. I didn't even see it. I saw like one third of everything and it's awesome. I, and I, I, and I don't even, and Kevin, I don't even think you'd have time to leave the table because you would just be fucking crushing ass because you're selling a book about giant robots. <laughs> funny. Yeah. And, and those people are there for it. Heroes. It's, it's and nothing it's, else. And like, it's beautiful. Like it's a beautiful looking book. Like it's yeah. just, uh, I'm really impressed by it. I'm really impressed by it. It's just, it's really cool. Like when I saw, cause I'd seen the preview of it. Cause again, I'm not big into work comics and i saw it in previous like this looks fucking killer and i saw and i saw jason was looking to do podcasts like dude we got to have this guy on kevin like we got to talk to these dudes because this book is i'm telling you it's everything that i love about everything you know what i mean nice. so it's, uh, i think you like it man I, dude i hope you got I, I think you've got a smash on your hands man word bros are rooting for, are rooting for you awesome hey, cool I, I know he'll love it because uh because because he's already talking just just when you guys were talking about pods earlier and i was laughing because Right before you came on, he was talking about we're, him and uh, a guy who who we know are going to do a, a Godzilla podcast. Yes. Oh, oh, nice. So he's already you've got him already. Yeah, dude, I'm in. Like this is I, I'm, I'm in too because I like giant robots and lot. Now, now Bobby's a bigger fan of it than I am, uh, admittedly. But like I'm like you, like I'm a I, he. He's like, did you see Kong yet? And I was like, no. Like convince my eight year old he didn't want to go. Like <gasps> yeah, he was. Now not Michael, in. did you see Con and did you like it? You loved it. You liked it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did you not? Oh, dude, I loved it. Like, oh, it, okay. was, it was everything I wanted it to be. Yes. It wasn't too serious. Like, it was very mm-hmm. fun. Like, it, it was just a good popcorn flick. Oh, it was fantastic. You know? It was exactly what I was hoping it would be. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it was It was really fun. I saw it at the $3 theater. It was It was fantastic. Like, it was just, it was a good watch. Yeah. It was, yeah. A 12-year-old Bobby called me after he got out of the theater. It was like, like you got to see this movie. It was <laughs> awesome. Like, it was, it was awesome. great. And then Kevin told me that that Great Wall movie is a monster movie. Yes, it is. Is it good? Um, hmm. <laughs> that was my fear. <laughs> but the thing is, I didn't even know it was a monster movie. I just thought it was some movie about some white guy in China. Right. I, I had no idea. <laughs> thought it was like The Last Samurai, except yeah, for- I thought it was The Last Samurai in China. I had no yeah. idea it was a monster movie. <laughs> but it, it's a monster movie. It's just, it's not that it's bad. Uh, the visual design parts of it are like I was telling them, they're fucking awesome. Okay. Like there's a scene in there, like uh, that, that doesn't spoil anything, where there's something going on that that ties into what's going on with the monsters, and it's this ginormous, like 120 foot stained glass tower. So when they're inside the stained glass tower, you're seeing the light come in on the characters, and oh, it's nice. like rainbow from all the stained glass. And it's like uh, Matt Damon's character and this other general character, and you can see them in there, and they're uh, they're in the light, and they're like all like rainbow colored, and so like stuff happens, stuff starts to happen in there, and the fight scene in there is just incredible. Um, and and then like the design parts with the armor, like each different core of their monster fighters has different colored armor. Like the purple guys do one thing, the blue does another thing, the red is the archers. Like oh, cool. they're all like separated by their armor color and design. So that makes it cool visually. Like, so visually it, it, it does like make it really cool. The only thing I found weak was like 
a the story behind like the mythology behind why the mo- they're fighting the monsters and why supposedly the Great Wall was built and all that stuff. Yeah. So other than that, like just if you're just gonna watch it to watch it, it's worth your dollar fifty from Redbox. It's worth okay. That. And my yeah. son is really into it. He really wants to see it, so we will be watching it at some point. Yeah. Here. Then then you'll like. I think you'll like it for a dollar fifty. Like if I would have paid ten bucks to go to the movies to see it, I might have been upset. All right. All right. <laughs> now real quick. Now, real quick, before we let you go, what is, since you are uh, an expert, I'm just going to say, you may not be. <laughs> you wrote a book called Kill All Monsters about robots and monsters. Who is your favorite robot? Oh, my favorite robot. Favorite robot. Um, it could be yours the- or anywhere else. Any robot. I don't care what it is. It could be Mr. It could be, Voltron. It could be, it could be Mr. Coffee from Spaceballs. I don't care. Just well, who's your favorite robot? Uh, top of my head, Iron Giant. Iron Giant. That's a good one. That's a good one. And who is your favorite monster? Uh, Kong. All right. King Kong. Right. Yeah. There you yeah. go. There uh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to say Godzilla, but I, I've been a Kong fan all my life, so it's got to be him. But, uh, and in the American version of the film, uh, Kong defeats Godzilla, I believe. Yes. <laughs> they cheated. Yeah. I know. They, it's just, you know, damn Americans got to make it. <laughs> <laughs> now um so so this is this going to be the end of kill all monsters after you guys release this or will will there be more are you and jason talking about doing more yeah we would love to do more it's going to depend on how the book goes all right for both our perspective and dark horses too it's like if people love yeah. it we have more to tell so well, there you go you hear that word bros fans go yes. out and buy kill all monsters because without you there won't be more kill all monsters. we, we right? will shout we will shout this f- from the rooftop for awesome. you and, Bob, and bobby will actually cry yes it's a per- i mean like i'm telling you this thing looks perfect like it's so amazing uh we wish nothing but the best for you uh when you have other projects or whatever that you want to talk about maybe because i said you said people are talking to you now and that's always nice to be talked to it is nice if uh if, if things get announced and you want to come back feel free mike you were, am- oh. you were an amazing guest you were a super guy you can tell that you're a professional broadcaster like there's nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great talking to you guys it's nice cool, to meet you cool man where, where can people find you like on twitter yeah. Yeah. yeah, so my Twitter handle is Michael May Comics with an X. Um, okay. And uh, my website is michaelmay.blogspot.com. There you go. And that's got links to Facebook. And I, I run several Tumblrs, and you can find all my podcasts there. Cool. That's awesome. And again, like I said, if you ever need a guest for your, uh, your Star Trek Star Wars podcast, I'm, I'm available. All right. That well, sounds if you ever awesome. want to and review any comics, the Word Bros write comics. Yeah. And if you <laughs> nice, ever, nice. and if you ever uh, want to come on our Godzilla podcast once we get started to promote your book more, you're more. Oh, than dude, that. that would be that's fantastic. A good idea. Yeah, yeah that, that's a fantastic. good crossover. I'm always thinking. I'm always thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, uh, we got this. Was fantastic, Michael May. We wish nothing but the best for you and your book. Thank you for coming on again. Thank let you. me let me get the the, the details here for uh, where is the. You know what? I'll just do that. Here it is. It's uh, coming to shops July 19th, but you want to make sure you order it March 17-0061 if you want to pre-order. There you go. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. If you want to see the stuff. Did we lose him? Kevin? I think we lost him. But we'll kill come back later. Mike, thank you so much for coming on, man. Oh, there you go. You froze on us, Kevin. What, What were you going to say? I said uh, it, it's at www.killallmonsters.tumblr.com. There you go. There you go. Awesome. Well, Michael, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it, man. And uh, good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Very much. No thank problem, you. dude. All right.
All right, that was a Michael May, the writer of Kill All Monsters. What a great dude. What a cool guy. He was awesome. He was. So, so we, we were really glad to have him on, and hopefully you guys really want to buy that book because uh, we we're just looking at the price point. It's only 24 bucks for yeah. 165 pages worth of comic, and the art is amazing. Yeah, Jason Copeland does a really good job. He's a really good guy. And the the story looks great because you can't beat giant monsters beating up on giant robots like there's there's nothing better no so, like there's not much better but exactly there's not much right. better. <laughs> like, like pro wrestling in my book is the only thing that might top that but it's like pro wrestling with giant monsters and giant robots so yeah like it's people get thrown into buildings in that it's different yeah. than like getting tables and chairs yeah, it's, it's 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 really exciting it's very cool and uh, i told kevin before i started before i hit record again i uh, i talked a lot during that one I, I had a lot to say so i apologize it's the coffee. You're fine. It's the coffee. And, and I didn't, it's, it's summer. So I didn't get to talk to any adults today. So I was just really excited to talk to someone over the age of six. <laughs> but I'm mentally six. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you don't count. Cause you're, you're we're like an old married couple at this point. Like we don't really talk. We just kind of like look, exchange. <laughs> yeah. Cause we can see each other during the pod. So yeah, yeah. So we look at each other a lot and then, then and that's it. yeah. And real quick, we want to say thank you to the fine people in uh, Huntington, West Virginia, James Maddox and uh, Eric Watkins, Eric Watkins, who just yeah. put on another fantastic edition of Tricon in Huntington, West Virginia. The word bros were there and we uh, we had a really great time and it was a really fun show. We got to connect with some people. We got to see some old friends. Um, we, we, we had a great time at the barbecue. Uh, it was just, it was just wonderful. It was a great one day show. Like as one day shows go, you cannot beat the, the hospitality, the, the, the patrons of, and just the overall attitude of Huntington, West Virginia. It's a really fantastic show, man. So if you do get the chance, if you're in the area, do that show. It's really great. There's some really great comics fans in Huntington. And, uh, the one thing that, uh, I can say stands out for me is that, uh, even only I've only been one year, which was last year. Uh, there's there's people that we saw that bought books from us last year coming back to see what else we had this year. Yeah, and that's the great part about that town is like you get repeat customers and they remember you. And uh, as we were saying on previous pods, like that's part of the whole the whole deal here, guys. When you when you want to do comics, like you're gonna have people that come back to buy more comics. And uh, it, we were lucky enough to have another book out, so yeah. that's great. And we we had fun with that because. Just based on uh, the Elvis adventures, we we were with uh, with Rachel. We were able to sell more copies of Full Moon Fredo based on the reliability we had with that book. So yeah. that's great. I believe they used to say what Greensboro, North Carolina, is a horseman country. Well, that's I right. Tell, I tell you what, Huntington, West Virginia, is Wordbrush country, country, brother. <laughs> so don't about that. we're gonna make shirts and have like our faces on them, like the old horseman shirts, because that's so. <laughs> We still have a profile when we go to there, Jack. <laughs> we need Wear Bros t-shirts. That's no, what no one would buy them. There's no point yet. There's no I point mean, people yet. are asking for shout-outs. Like well, I, mean, that's, I mean, how it's shout-outs are free. Oh, don't, okay. I mean, you don't have to spend 20 bucks for a shout-out. I mean, we should do that. Maybe. <laughs> we may be $20 richer once. For, but yeah, for like that, 25 cents, you get yeah. a shout-out. <laughs> but uh, Huntington was a lot, a lot of fun. So thank you. And in a couple of weeks, you'll be at Heroes with Drew. I will. And yes. um, 
you can find me there and and hopefully you you've either read full moon fredo by now or want to read full moon fredo and uh we can talk about that or you can just come hang out and get cool stuff from drew because drew does lots of cool stuff yes and i will be at the uh, kids read comics presents ann arbor comic arts festival going on in ann arbor michigan um that's going to be really fun i'm pretty excited about that so uh, it's going to be pretty 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 cool so yeah so you got some cool stuff hopping and rocking and socking we want to thank all of you for listening again and uh specifically yeah. i believe uh like uh, did i did i mention I, I mentioned evan miller last time when we did these things i think so i think you got it. evan miller got got uh dakota dolan uh kevin baskerville some guys i work with asked to like to like can you say something i was like okay cool there so. you go there you go, baby. We we uh, give it all we give it all the finest shout outs in the world today. That's right. There you go. Uh so you got your shout outs. So uh, please keep listening and, and if and if you like that, uh, maybe you'll make it a portion of the show where we do that at the very end. Like, no, like, probably not. Like romper now? No, like romper room where you see the magic uh, mirror? No, no. This, ain't, this ain't the morning zoo, baby. We ain't doing stuff like that. The morning uh, zoo. <laughs> so all right, man. Thank you all for right. listening. Thank you for uh, listening. Michael was fantastic. Order his book now. Kill all monsters next week. Hopefully, we'll have Shira Ver, 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 Valari. Valari on from. Uh, you crush her name every time. I can't pronounce her name. It's too Italian sounding for me. I don't. My tongue doesn't Valari. work. Right. Valari. So we'll have Sheila Valari on from uh, Geek.com. It's like Ferrari with a V. Yes, Ferrari. I'll just call her Sheila Ferrari. See if That's she awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Sheila Ferrari. So we'll have her on the show talking about all the fine things going on at Geek.com. So thank you for listening. And again, thank you to Michael uh, May from Kill All Monsters. We are the Word Bros. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Kevin? Oh. Yeah, we'll see you next Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com.